Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots. Toyota, let's go places. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Live from Patriots Training Camp, this is Patriots Unfiltered. Presented by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. All right. All right. Welcome to day two of Patriots Training Camp. This is a special edition of Patriots Unfiltered. I'm joined by Paul Perillo, Mike Dussault, soon Evan Lazar. And we are high above the Patriots practice fields at Gillette Stadium. We'll be here for the duration of practice to give you everything that we see in here uh, for your enjoyment and uh, it was a great day one I thought um, in terms of just participation energy uh, crowd weather I mean everything was ideal for that first day I mean I don't want to I don't know if I'm hyping up too much but I don't remember the crowd being that loud I mean I think the report it was with six over 6,000 people were here especially after uh, practice was over Kendrick Bourne Juju Smith-Schuster hyping the crowd up having kind of a screaming contest I it was uh, just really cool to see that first day energy brought by the fans. Yeah, and the crowd looks pretty good. They're still trickling in. I'm looking down yeah. the spine where all the activations are, you know, the games and everything. There's a big crowd down there. There's already a big crowd on the hill in the stands, so it should be a similar day. I think so. We'll see maybe a little bit more competition. I think we saw more, probably more red zone, of course, right, Paul? We, we know we'll probably be back in there, and uh, there were some quasi-competitive periods, as competitive as you can get with, with helmets and and shells at this point um, but you know a couple guys to highlight I think from yesterday Kyle Duggar coming down with the first interception on the first play down there so that was a, a nice start for him as a you know entering a contract year uh, but Mac I thought you know I thought the offense was okay they bounced back a couple of touchdowns for Hunter Henry Ty Montgomery was really productive uh, you just don't want to overreact to you know who won the day or anything like that right. that seems kind of ridiculous there was you know maybe 12 total reps for the first teams down there so uh, we'll see tomorrow today if they build on it I guess we're kind of watching the weather too here is a yeah a windy a little it, humid it, not sure what what's it, in it's store kind of a weird here. day it was supposed to be hot but there's it's overcast so that's keeping the Sun in and the temperature down but there is a, a pretty steady wind going on so uh, you know that's not going to affect much uh, today except yeah. maybe the kicking when they get to that but maybe a little bit of our broadcast but yeah, that's about it yeah I you agree. might hear some uh, the tent flapping in the background <laughs> uh but uh you know good for the players that you, you have that overcast because the temperature was supposed yeah. to be like close to 90. well it's going to be and the cloud cover is going to give way and uh, i think you're right freddie i think the players are going to luck out a little bit and get most of their work done before that happens right because it is supposed to be a scorcher yeah that's it's what supposed they call to be it. a scorcher i mean it's right now it's probably close to 80 degrees without the sun uh, so yeah, it's, even with that breeze, yeah. So it's going to get up there, but you know, uh, good start for the players. Um, the other thing, you know, to note yesterday, I mentioned it at the top was just you know everybody coming in for the most part healthy. Yeah, um, I can't remember. I thought that was big. They yeah. had three guys uh, that weren't seen, and they're all on lists. So. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think that's a good start to, to, to be that uh, that healthy yeah. at the start. I, I don't I don't think I remember a camp that. From the get-go, all the name players, you know, the, the notable players, there wasn't one that was, you know, on a list or not here. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I mean, I think, I think maybe Michael Owenyu, uh 
would like a word with well, you. Well, okay. yeah, that's true. But, but, but still, I mean, we kind of expected that. Suffered an inj injury toward the end of last season in the last game, ankle surgery. You know, still recovering. I, I don't know. We haven't really gotten any reports of, of what his prognosis was. You know, Bill Murray was, was there with the, with the top line. Uh, take it for what it's worth. I think you always have an element of Bill Belichick wanting to insert a veteran into these early days of camp, somebody who knows what they're doing and not just, you know, hand something to one of those rookies. But there are three rookies that they drafted this year and on that day two that, you know, all could probably play right guard. Um, I think, you know, Mafi maybe being the favorite to kind of get a look there. I know we've talked about Jake Andrews maybe being more of an inside center type. Um, but City Sal, Antonio Mafi, those two guys, you know, they could be in the mix uh, if Onwenu isn't back soon and, you know, Murray isn't able to kind of hold up at this new position. Can, I, can I give a, a yep, go ahead. not really um, all that relevant either here or there, but uh, did I learn uh, yesterday in uh, Mafi? His name is Antonio. Antonio. There's no N in there. There's no N in there. Yeah. I learned. I learned that <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> uh, we just saw Christian Gonzalez uh, enter the field. He uh, right away, first first team reps. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that that was uh, one of the things that we were going to look for before practice yesterday was where Jack Jones sort of situated, at least for one day. I, it looked like they were sort of putting him on the back burner a little bit, um, perhaps in preparation of. Uh, you know the the uncertainty right. surrounding his availability going forward. So yeah, it was uh, definitely Christian Gonzalez with Jonathan Jones day one. Trent Brown entering the field. Big Trent Brown who uh, uh, reported Trent, early. Trent Brown had some good things to yeah. say about Billy O'Brien. He sure did. I'll tell you that. He sure did. Seems like a big fan, and uh, you know I like they said. Well, why did you report early? I think saying, oh, you I, know, are you ready I, to tell me? I do what I'm told. So I, I did what I was told. <laughs> I guess they got big trend. But from in, there, uh, I thought his talk got much better. Yeah, uh, I will say. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, everybody's kind of got him. I don't want to say in their crosshairs, but he's, a, you know, he's a storyline this year. He's a, a huge piece. I mean, I don't know how you guys felt yesterday, but I mean, Riley Reef, it feels a little tenuous there at right tackle. I, I really got to hope that one of these other guys can step up. I don't. I mean, Connor McDermott, I mentioned City Sal, maybe he has some right tackle. Andrew Stuber, second-year guy who played right tackle at Michigan, didn't play at all last year due to injury. Why do you think Reef over McDermott right from the get-go? Well, they kind of flopped a little bit. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, Reef was probably has had the better career. I mean, he's been in the league forever. Um, definitely on the backside of it, though. And, you know, McDermott, Patriots had interest in him when he came out. He's kind of been kicking around practice squads, so it's, you know, it's kind of one of those guy who maybe is, doesn't quite have that ceiling versus guy who maybe had the ceiling a while ago but now is on the back end. So, I, I, I mean, I think the best thing for this team would be if one of these young guys, you know, were to make a push for that, whether it's Sal, whether it's Stuber, whether, you know, McDermott does find a new level of play that he's able to kind of build off of. But I know at the end of OTAs, we saw kind of a similar thing. Reef started out at the right tackle spot, and, and later in, in the sessions you were seeing, uh, McDermott get in there. So I think it's an open competition there, but again, to bring it back to Trent Brown, it all starts with him locking down that left side, and so I think that that's just such a such a huge key. Uh, as Evan's been pointing out, the differences in Max passer rating when he's protected and has time, uh, he's a good quarterback. So it's a key piece, and I, and I think yesterday we saw Josh Uche, Anthony Jennings, a uh, couple guys making some moves into the backfield pretty quick, so I, I just think that right tackle spot remains a, a glaring one to watch, and it Especially now as we're watching uh, Judon put his jersey on. I'm not sure. He didn't really participate yesterday. What's going on there? Is he rehabbing? Um, we'll see what he participates in today. Uh, Evan Lazar is joining us. Evan, any Hello. opening thoughts? 
I don't sound drunk today. That's good. <laughs> yeah, good we, we had a lot of emails. That was not Evan. That was something going on with oh, his no, audio. No, it was no, first it day was at Evan. camp. He was out there boozing. Oh, was, and he was ready. I was drunk guys on excitement. Here, you guys. Drunk on. Can you yeah. believe it? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Evan, a, Evan's a back, night. <laughs> sounding sober. Yes. Um, any Fish. opening thoughts for you? Uh, I'm sure you guys already kind of talked about it, but I just think the main thing for me is there's a little juice here yesterday with this team. Really good attendance. Doesn't seem like anybody failed the, the conditioning test or failed their physicals other than the guys that we pretty much already knew um, were going to start camp healthy, like Mike Onwenu. So overall, I... It kind of reminds me of two years ago when they had the, the spreading spree and they draft Mac Jones in the first round and you come back to camp with a little bit of juice and maybe it's Bill O'Brien. I, I think that's a big part of it. I, I think there are some guys like Juju and, and Gesicki who give this team some optimism on the offensive side of the ball. But Deuce, you were just talking about the right tackle situation. And the thing that I come back to is I, I think their weapons are good enough for them to be okay or at least 2021 level on offense the offensive line is going to be the make or break for this offense I, I really feel that way and you just look at it on paper and it, the tackle spot is still a, a major concern to me and there's ways to work around it obviously like anything but I think this team is going to go as their offensive line goes and if they can block and they can protect Mac and give him time back there then they'll score some points but if they can't then then I think that this could be a house of cards with the line. Well, as you see, the guys are warming up right now, doing their stretching. While they're doing that, I think we should talk a little bit about what was said yesterday. Uh, Matt Groh uh, had his press conference after practice, and I thought he said some interesting things, one regarding you know the situation with Hopkins trying to get him and also his own role with the team. Um, you know, he, he came right out and said that, about the salary cap and Hopkins, that that wasn't a factor. You can pretty much do what you want with the salary cap. You just have to get creative, and you can do what you want. So that wasn't a, that wasn't it. So it tells me that they had a number in mind that he was worth, or they were w willing to pay for him, and they weren't going to budge over that. I, I think we got to frame that quote and put it like in the PU studio, so Paul can just point to it. I like just, you know, whenever we start talking cap, Paul just silently points. I just, I just at want it. a little. I just want a little thing. I'm not going to ask for anything. <laughs> I don't ask for much. Okay. <laughs> I, I just want a little credit for not yet saying that 10 minutes into our show. I, I've yet to <laughs> well, reference that. You were champing at the bit, weren't I, you? I, nope. I did it for you. Nope, I was going to let it go. I did it for you. I think it's such a non-factor that I didn't really even think that was all that noteworthy yesterday, and I'm being dead serious. Yeah. We're already past that here. But, we, but, we know. but it does confirm that that had nothing to do with the Hopkins decision. No, um, but money does. Money does. And in what they think of the player does. Right, that's you know? the part that's frustrating to yeah. me is that we have we're getting mixed messages now because we have the owner telling us that money will never be a problem. And I believe him. I, I don't think that they're ever going to, you know, say uh, Bill's going to go to Mr. Kraft and Mr. Kraft's going to say, nah, no, we're, we're not, you know, we're not going to do that. OK, so if it's not the cap and it's not cash, then it's the evaluation exactly. of the player exactly and maybe they end up being correct in the long run that hopkins wasn't worth what the titans paid him but ben volan tweeted out the contract structure this morning and it's essentially a one-year deal for hopkins in tennessee it's non-guaranteed in the second year of the deal it's a one-year 15 million dollar contract yeah. and I, I just don't know if, if like we'll see who's right you know it just it just feels like 
why is football, you know, why is the player personnel department not what where's the disconnect in the assessment? Well, of the well, it could be, you know, like we talked about before. Okay, let's just say that even the let's say the Patriots match that deal and they were willing to give him 15 million dollars this year. Maybe in Bill's mind he's not the player enough to disrupt the economic order of my locker room to give him that yeah. money. If that's true, it worries me more than anything else because yeah. if he doesn't determine that DeAndre Hopkins is that much better than anybody he has, I worry about his evaluation of that position, yeah. which has been an ongoing concern for, for people. I mean, and, and, and I just don't get it. And to me, that's what it comes down to. You know, and yeah. at the end of the day, like Evan said, it, it came down to the evaluation of the player. Personally, I think it's worth paying them, you know. No, I, I know we're all in agreement. You know, um, but they but they don't agree. Paul's spot on in what he what he just said is is that at some point is are, can we criticize them for their evaluation of wide receivers and the value of wide receivers because one year fifteen million dollars for DeAndre Hopkins is not a bad deal and we're two off seasons removed from them paying Nelson Aguilar, you know, two years twenty six million. So you really couldn't have, you know, you can't give $2 million more to a much better player. You know, it, it just, that's the part that, that frustrates me. And I, you know, this morning, uh, Jeremy Fowler is reporting that after he goes to the Jets, Dalvin Cook is coming here uh, for a visit with the Patriots. And I, I don't know, Dalvin Cook's not what I would have done. I would have given the money to Hopkins, but he's definitely somebody that is a skilled player. That's an explosive guy that can help the team move the ball on offense. And, is it going to be the same thing? Is the Jets offer going to be all base value and the Patriots are going to be all incentives and he's going to end up going to division rival because of of a better contract offer? Right. Yeah, that that I saw that report going to the Jets and I mean um that's it just it raises the ante a little bit when you know that they're potentially in the hunt for him. Um you know, bringing back their running back from last year, Brees Hall, who was, you know, off to a white hot start. I know there's been some reports that he's, you know, still kind of working his way back in, so uh, it's it's it seems like they need a player in the backfield yep. to kind of complement. The, the other thing Gro mentioned yesterday that kind of in passing they were talking about money spent, you know, Patriots being in the lower end of the league and cash spent, and uh, you know, Gro said, you know, I've only been involved in the spending of money for the last couple of years. Um, I thought that was interesting, like that he's making money decisions. You know, um, and then I thought it was interesting when Bill was sort of asked about his role today. It was kind of a different type of answer because I do. I agree with you, Freddie. I thought that was interesting the way he phrased that yesterday. Um, and then Bill was like, you know, he's been really helpful, you know, when there are things to do. You know, he's been able to help me out. And he actually kind of caught himself. He's like, when there's not really a lot going on, he doesn't have anything. <laughs> no, you know, you know, like, you know, he has other things to do. But like, yeah, I, I just wonder. I mean, like to me, I'm with Evan on this. This is like. DeAndre Hopkins specifically, that's a bill decision, whether or not he wants to go to Robert Kraft to find out if we're going to be able to have the money to get him, right? right. Like, I find it hard to believe that Macro says yes, Bill Belichick says no, and you end up signing the guy, or vice versa. Yeah. Like, I think it comes down to Bill. But, yeah, I think Macro was in that role, and I think um, th there's some things that he said yesterday that I thought were curious about, you know, the guys that are serious about football and whatnot like i thought it was kind of disrespectful to guys that maybe i, I think if you were deandre hopkins from afar you, you you could read a quote like that and like is he is he suggesting that i'm not serious about football because i signed somewhere else right like 
I, I, you know, I thought yeah. that was kind of a curious. Yeah, phrase. he went into the whole thing. If you if you really love football, this is this the is place the pla- for you. This is the place for you. If you if you're really into football, yeah. and, and hard work, and you know, and then he sort of talked about if you were outside of this place, how hard it would be because you'd be institutionalized, and he went all Shawshank. Well, yeah, you know, talking about uh, Brooks, yeah. and how he was institutionalized. So I I just thought that was a little curious, but I'm worried not- that he's being Shawshanked. Yeah. Because he yeah. just he tells us things that are different than what what the team does, and that tells me that that Bill is overriding. And like, I wonder I wonder if this Dalvin Cook thing, uh, Evan, is a little something along those lines. He said, in later on, somebody asked him about a number one wide receiver, like what that means to them, and it, and he said it's a player that can get open on their own. That we don't need to scheme him open. We don't need to you know yeah. formationally get him open. He just gets open on his own. And then, you know, he, he sees the value in it. Like, he, you can tell by the answers that he gives that he sees the value in receivers nowadays, but then their their actual actions don't back up that they value it. Right. So, Well, guys, real quick, I think I got everybody uh, yeah, attendance-wise. Same as yesterday, yeah, I think, Same right? as yesterday, um, which would just be Michael Unwenyu, Calvin Anderson, and, uh, and Cody Davis not yeah. present. And I, I know Demarcus Mitchell is here, but... Uh, I don't believe he participated yesterday. So yeah, I think he's um, in the same kind of situation. But he's in uniform to me, yeah. so like that that counts. Yeah, that counts. Uh, I'm going to watch uh, Matthew Judon. I wanted to bring. See, this is the something yesterday that was showing right now. Uh, Moses Cabrera takes the skilled guys. Um, he gets them together, and they then they break off and do some work with with. I, I think some maybe well, it looks like they're going to be a little different today with a bunch of cones and. Uh, small hurdles set up while the the linemen sort of just continue their warm up routine. Yeah, so I think like little, Moses, little different. Yeah. Moses might kind of brief them on. Here's what I'm going to be looking for you guys to do today in this one session. Um, here's how we do it. This is what we're looking for, and then they go and do it. But so. I wanted to bring up um, Judon to see if you guys, oh, you know, is there any concern for anybody? I, um, yeah. Do you think this is about anything? Like, could it possibly be anything that? You know, non-injury related. That maybe he's looking to see if he can get an, you know, an extension or something like you that. You think he's like holding in? I, perhaps? No, I, no, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I'm just, I'm speaking, you know, sort yeah. of thinking out loud. Yeah. I mean, just from his body language, he seems in like really good mood and everything like that. So if see, I'm judging if, by if his body language that he looks pretty healthy to me. He's like yeah, bouncing right. around, running well, around. Right, but if there's something bothering him, it's not showing. Yeah. You know, Ooh, Taekwon Thornton running this drill. It's like he's uh, going Mach two. Uh, that's a good question, Paula. I, I think it's something to, to watch. Did, did we see him depart uh, again to today? I kind of. Oh, there he goes. He's there running. Yeah, he's running through the running yeah. through the drills. Looking right good. Now, There's so. nothing wrong yeah. with his legs. No, uh, I think he's. Sure. I think he. I mean, I know something I'm, wrong with his wallet. I, yeah. you, you always hesitate to to make the <laughs> yeah, training yeah. evaluation. You know, based on appearances, because I've seen guys look like they would have no chance to play and then play fine on Sunday, and then the opposite. Guys look fine and yeah. they end up being scratched. So I'm not telling you that he's not hurt. But he's moving around really well. He looks to be in great spirits. Right. So I don't know. It's not we'll see what happens when team drills happen if he's, if yeah. he's involved again. I just, or... I just wonder with Judon, and this ha- sort of happened with Devin McCourty later on as well. I don't know. Like, veteran, I'll, veteran I'll, I'll see you against the Eagles, Matthew. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, what, I understand that he's got to get in football shape, and, the, and those reps are important for that respect. But. I don't really think Matthew Judon needs to come out here and be going yeah. full tilt on day two of training camp. Right? <laughs> no, no, but but yeah. but no one's going full tilt. Like he's not doing anything. Yeah, no, I hear you. No, you know, was, but, I, 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 but I think Evans point is, what is he missing by taking I, a few I, days off? I'm not suggesting he's missing anything. Yeah. But he's the only one that's that's 
in that situation. Yeah. I think I could name a dozen guys that well, don't necessarily need next, every every sharp rep right now week, to be prepared. Yeah, next week Dietrich Wise could have a day off. Who knows? But You're uh, talking about a 30-year-old guy, though, that's did, played a lot of football the last couple years. Like Hugely important to the team. Yeah, He's going to have to play a ton of football a, again this year. Okay, that's, so, yeah. so now, yeah. that, now that to me is a little different, the way yeah. Evan just phrased that. Slow I think that's up. a good point. It's a guy who really tailed off in the second half of both seasons. Right. As the you know, as a Patriot, maybe he's on a different program. And that that would make sense. That would be one reason why you might want to treat him differently. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't do much in the spring either, which is why it, it sort of had my intent. Um, Lawrence Guy, what was his participation right, yesterday? Right yeah, in his right spot. In there. No, right in no, there. no change. With I mean, the quote unquote uh, ones. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 pretty much the defensive front from last year. I mean, that's exactly what they're they're running with. You know, him, Godshaw, and Wise. So do, does that say that either he's kind of given up on his quest for any, uh, well, more money guess, or they did yeah, something quiet? That's Maybe the they, did something. they did something. I, I think they did something little, quietly. They gave him some that's not That's not inside information. Yeah, it's they just, signed so. him up for the Jelly of the Month Club. and. Uh, oh, nice. Nice reference. <laughs> That's that's good. But wouldn't Real somebody report that? Plus? Shouldn't somebody report that at some point though? That, that, I, uh, I mean, it would seem like will Reece, in like two weeks. Yeah, you know? no. It's like, I guess like, it's Field Yates will. I was but. waiting for the uh, for that tweet, you know, for, for all the Patriots, you know, move some uh, money up for this year to give them a little little something for the effort, you know. For the, uh, for the effort. Mac no, Jones, I think that's possible. Mac, I think that's certainly possible. Mac Jones also spoke after practice yesterday and. A lot of the same things we heard in the spring. Fresh start, trust, trust. of players, yeah. his teammates. I thought he was so good. On. I yeah. thought he was a little better yesterday. Um, I know Mike and I were talking about my shows. Yeah. And my shows picked oh, at some of the things it, that they he put said. put it under the microscope. Like they always do. But, oh, excuse oh, me. Geez, I, I could not hold oh, that sneeze geez. back. I, I apologize. And the <laughs> you mic do, is you, stuck. You do have an I off button. sniper got you there. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, we were a little too far for was too far gone for what that. in the forehead um but I, I did think that they were picking at some of the things he said and i thought a little bit unfairly i thought he um sort of expressed some of the things now there were definitely there was one or two things mike you had yeah. one about the well, know, when he was asked about belichick yeah, his, I, his helping well he mentioned i mean and i'm not gonna lie i did clock it when you know mac was asked about about bill because there was a moment yesterday and we, we talked about it on the air when you know after an incomplete pass bill went over to him and was talking to him for a second and um, you know, when, when Mac was asked after practice, he, he instantly kind of went, oh, Bill's great at, you know, telling me what the defense is trying to do. Um, you know, so I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, but, you know, the thing to me was that I think we all agreed when we saw the interaction, it seemed specifically like Bill Belichick was showing him about ball placement, not so much telling him, hey, you know, the defender is going to drop into that zone right. and throw it there, that kind of thing. So uh, I don't know. It's always it's always fun with Felger and Maz. And then I always you know, imagine if Paul was on because that was a moment that we clearly saw together. And, and yep. you know, I think that's when, you know, Paul has those good moments where he kind of keeps those guys uh, from going completely off the rails with some of that stuff. Yeah, and I think they were picking <laughs> at, like, his phraseology of I think. There goes Mac. Oh, bit. he looks good. And he wasn't, oh, he looks good. And he wasn't the only one. That is an athlete That right talked there. about I think. He was talking about uh, – you know, and I think that's kind of a crutch of how he gets into a lot of his answers. Well, you know, I think, uh, oh, you know, yeah, we're, we're working hard. Uh, yeah. It's not, I think we're working hard. It's, you know, you know, I think we're working hard, and I think we have uh, the tools to be, you know, like, I, I think it's more of a definitive than the way they were yeah. trying to make some of the things out. No, I think we have a good relationship. No, I think we have a good relationship. 
I'm, I'm forgetting what the word is, and I know I'm, I'm bad with it sometimes, but you have like those crutch things that you kind of say when you're responding to questions. And he always does yeah. the, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, it's, it's just how he talks. I know I have some, I try not to do them on the radio after so many people email me about my likes and you knows, but you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. But I thought Mac and, you know, I, I thought he sounded, you know, pretty comfortable yesterday. I thought, um, he, when he was talking, I thought, he, you know, sometimes we, we sort of tease him for being, you know, a little goofy. Yeah. I thought he sort of was recognizing when he was a little goofy yesterday and he was kind of chuckling at himself and having fun with it. So, yeah, I mean, I thought he looked comfortable. Um, I had no issues at all with uh, his press briefing yesterday. Uh, I thought it was uh, yeah a good solid start. And I think that the words that he continues to use, I think, are accurate. I think they do have to sort of start fresh and, and develop a level of trust with one another. Yeah, yeah I think he... The big thing for that he always one of the cliches he always says is that he's going to run his race and hopefully everybody will run behind him. And that's something that I think is really important for this team right now is that the quarterback has to be the leader yeah. of the team. It can't when he's a rookie in his first year in 2021. Obviously, the veteran guys are going to be the leaders of the team that aren't the quarterback. Devin and Andrews and all those guys, those guys are going to. But now it's year three. We're talking about a, a team that doesn't have as many of those, you know, Devin McCourty's anymore. This team is going to go as far as Mac Jones takes them. And, and I think that it's more than just him playing well. He also needs to walk it as yeah. well and act that way. And I think the big thing that he mentioned was that all of his teammates, the other 10 guys on the field, have to believe in him, that he's going to make the plays, that he's going to make the right throws and the reads and all that kind of stuff. So, I like that he thinks that way. I, I like that he that that's that's how a franchise quarterback should think. Now he just has to go out there and actually do it. It's one thing to say it, you know, you gotta yeah. actually do it. And and it's and it's you know, kind of superficial stuff, but he's still given everything he has in the sprints at, at the end of practice. He's all you know, is right at the front of the line. Today when they went to this drill that, you know, we're watching now, right to the front of the line. So you know, there there's there's been growing pains with Max certainly over the first couple of years, but I just I, I find it hard to ask him to do more than you know what he's done as far as hard work, as far as jumping into line, is bringing energy every day. Uh, he puts um, the work. Th in. Those yeah. things that you, you can't really criticize him for, and you know now it, it's 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 kind of what I said two years ago. It's or maybe in, in the middle of his rookie year. It's here's a kid who does everything the right way as far as preparation. He seems engaged. Uh, it's but can he? Can he do it? Can he do it? Can yeah. he get to that level and? And he's he's facing a league and a division right now that is as hard as it has ever been in, in my memory. Yeah. Um, you know, back to the days of, of Dan Marino and Jim Kelly being in the division against the Patriots. And, you know, you're trying to, to find your guy to compete, which we finally got with, you know, Paul's guy, Drew Bledsoe, at the end of their tenures with, with Marino and, and, and Marino down there and, and Kelly in Buffalo. So... He walks we'll the walk. He's he, up against it, but he, he's doing everything right. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you know, he walks the walk on and off the field. And I think that's... Why separate, you know, look, you have to be objective in what in what you see, but that's why I kind of pull for him because yeah. I, th I think he really does do all the little things that you want your quarterback to do here, you know, on the practice field, but also away from the facility or at yep. the facility. In the, I mean, he was here all offseason, mm -hmm. all offseason working and uh, working out and throwing in the in the in the bubble and like all that kind of stuff. So uh, you just that makes you want, want him to succeed. It does. 
So can I can I just bring up the I mean these drills? It's always interesting to me. We you know they didn't do these drills last year. Like you know where do they find these drills? Like which, it, which one are you talking? Well, just about? like specifically the one they started with, where it's you have the little fluorescent yellow cones, right? You know every couple yards, and they were just you know kind of doing sprints over them. It's I mean I know that exercise science is such an evolving field, and you know the things that guys are doing today, you know in no way represent what was going on maybe even ten years ago. But yeah, it's just interesting how you know like. A lot of running, it feels like to me, early in camp. And I mean, as Bill said this morning, yeah. it's a continuation of OTAs. But it's always interesting, like, oh, we're going to do little t- practice tweaks. And then, you know, this is something that they, they resurrect. I'm just yeah. curious yeah. And where, I like where it comes this, from. this little slalom kind of course that they have set up here, too. Like, and I'm just wondering yeah. why. And they have, like, these little poles that, that would be, like, almost like the slalom gates and skiing. They start and they zigzag down the field, uh, you know, for another, you know, 50 yards. And um, I'm just wondering why they can't just put cones down. I wonder if this. No, I'm being yeah, no, serious. Like the gates. Like you're talking. Yeah, you're talking about yeah. like. Well, you know, I think the, they want the, they the exercise wanna... science. There must be a reason why they want something a little higher off the ground. That's yeah. right. They want to keep their feet up, up, up a little. Maybe bit. trying to bend the corner a little bit. Yeah. To get also, around right. Yeah. I mean, how, you know, yeah. maybe for like a receiver or a corner guy on special teams. But how often are you running in a straight line yeah. on a football field? Yeah. Oh no, I, I'm not asking why they're zigzagging. It's I'm asking why they couldn't yeah. just put cones down on the yeah. ground. Yeah. They obviously want something a little higher that yeah. they're, they're bending around. Well, so yeah. I think you see some of the guys kind of dipping their shoulder. Maybe it's to keep their feet under them so they don't lose their their footing. You yeah. know, like in the Super Bowl yeah. where everybody was falling. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. No, I know. It's interesting Eagles would have won, man. You know, we've always talked about the hills, right? And the hills being yep. the, yeah. the vaunted hills, being this conditioning thing the Patriots uh, do. But they've been doing this, and I don't think we've seen them go down to the hills yet in the spring or yesterday. Yeah. They haven't so, done. They haven't done a ton of hill. They certainly didn't do it yesterday. But. So I do wonder if maybe this is a new Moses Cabrera and his staff saying that this is a little bit of a of a different approach than than the traditional hill running that they usually do. Yeah. Is, that a, is that a Ronnie Perkins lap there Paul? I'm not sure but it seems like he might have Yeah. might have taken a lap perhaps. It, assuming that is him. I think that's it Ronnie is, Perkins. It is, no, it is Perkins but I think he's the, running to a different group. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. running back to where the defensive yeah. linemen are working on. Yeah, the uh, Yates of Hell back. There. Ronnie Perkins. Yeah. The, I love that Fred. <laughs> The eights of hell's not bad. I like not it. bad. I think I that's like A+. Plus. I think it's A+. Plus. <laughs> I like it. I just think it's so hard to tell Ronnie Perkins and Keon White apart. I'm telling you, Ronnie Perkins generally has something white underneath yeah, his, no, he's his always blue, got a baggy shirt uh, practice jersey. Did you guys mention uh, the owners out here? Uh, I don't think we did, oh, but no. he is. Yeah, I, I wrote it down <laughs> in my notebook. <laughs> Does that count? Uh, you know, I thought was a little interesting tidbit about from Bill this morning, and uh, no, not his red hoodie, Paul. I don't even think I'm going to. No, say that. you were very upset. There was yeah. a lot of conversation. Can I just give it before you give your before you give your synopsis of, of yep. it? I yep, just want to let everybody know that Mike had 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 literally about 30 seconds prior to Bill coming out, explained to me how he's sort of cutting back a little bit on the tweeting. You know, just feels like it's been a little. But if there's one thing, you I know, mean, guys, this is unless, my wheelhouse. He has something that's really important, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Bill comes out wearing a red hoodie, and man, that phone. I'm back come on the tweet, out. baby. Oh, yeah. That phone Sorry, couldn't have come out I, faster I, enough. I, I had to ex- database update. Had database had update. <laughs> must must well, update. I, I don't track the uh, practices, but I, I were do you think, like twitching uh, that he was, you know, like. Well, Ugh. I mean, uh, in fairness, Evan, he's three and three all time uh, in red hoodies, but zero and one with the sleeves cut. I think we all know. I don't know if you were born yet, but but they lost that one. I don't know if you were born yet. But no, what I was going to say was. Hunter Henry and I'll I just I, wear that. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought Bill had like you know really as far as Bill goes glowing praise I guess just for his offseason here every day yeah. uh, you know improving two touchdowns yesterday in the red zone 
I just think as much as we you know, are curious and excited about Kosicki, I think you might really just see a, uh, a, a resurrection of the red zone offense largely on Hunter Henry and what yeah. he's able to do down there. Uh, you know, again, a guy that he's, he's been pretty healthy since he's been here. I mean, he's, he had injury concerns a lot early in his career. Yeah. Um, but he's, you know, he's been pretty reliable. So I think he's a, he's a key guy yeah, for, the, the, for the offense. I mean, well, Bill O'Brien is a wizard with the tight ends. I mean, everywhere You're he a goes, wizard, Harry. everywhere he goes, the tight ends produce. I mean, at Alabama, he had Cameron Latu, who we both really liked in the draft. Yeah. And uh, he, Cameron Latu's not the world's greatest athlete. Like, we're not talking about Kyle Pitts here, and he still put up receiving numbers mm -hmm. under Bill O'Brien. So I, I think the big thing, though, with the 12 personnel is that it's great in theory from a passing game standpoint, but can they run the ball out of that effectively, and can those either one of those tight ends give them something as an inline blocker to be able to make that a, a truly efficient personnel grouping? Because I think what happened over the last couple years with Henry and Janu is that they weren't good on the field together. So they kept on trying to do it, but because the numbers weren't really good and the production wasn't really good, they had to go away from it. So in order for it to be a big part of it, it's got to work. And I just want, that's the one hesitation I have with it is still is, are they going to be able to, to block it up in the running game so that you can get the tight ends running behind the linebackers on play action and uh, really start to, to spin the dial on the uh, defense and, and really start to, to use those guys. But uh, off the field too, big, really good relationship between Mac Jones and Hunter Henry. They were at Taylor Swift together. I was going to say. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're close uh, on and off the field. Yeah. One of, one of the things that uh, is tried and true of any practice is the sled. That's never gone away. Yeah, it, I like to watch Bill O'Brien keeping a close yeah. eye on it. Kind of interesting. It, it, it may look a little different, but you've always had the sled as long as I know. So is this sled pointed in a so this is a straight on sled if I'm it looks like, right? To me. Yeah. So if they're teams that run zone systems, their sleds are like tilted, the pad is like tilted a little bit because they're stepping out and then hitting, right? So they they, they have different sleds. Oh, I'll bet you they're adjustable. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a good point. So Evan, you said yesterday you didn't see a lot of gap power. No. Seen more zone runs, RPOs, yeah. that kind of stuff. It seems like what they're they're would you say they're dabbling in the Bill O'Brien Alabama attack? Yeah, I would say that Alabama Alabama doesn't use a fullback or a traditional fullback. They they did have a player that was kind of like an H-back type of player, but uh, they're they're mostly, you know, look, they have the mobile quarterbacks other than when they had Mac. So that's an element of why they were so zone heavy as well. But they, they run a lot of inside zone or mid zone. So we're not talking about outside zone where you're trying to get to the corner that they're still going uphill or, or downhill, I should say, uh, in the middle of the field. Like they're not trying to get the to the edge. So it's similar to like a duo scheme, which is a gap scheme. So it's not yeah. like it's totally foreign or totally different than like a downhill power rushing team. But typically speaking the stuff that you see like rpo is paired with is not always like you can definitely pull a guard and run rpo that way but uh, for the most part you see rpo paired with zone it, with an inside zone in particular so uh, it's going to be interesting to see if that's that's where they're going with it but i, I don't think we've seen enough run game because the pads haven't come on to to truly be like all right this is what they're going to do um, from a yeah. run game perspective they've kind of hit it honestly uh, last year 
remember out in OTAs, they were running outside zone like every other drill. Know, it seemed like they were doing right. something outside zone related. Uh, they played this one a little bit close to the vest, how exactly they're going to they're gonna scheme it up in the run game. So it's something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Can I ask you guys yesterday, uh, sometimes I mm-hmm. you know, don't really notice all the details. Were a lot of players wearing the protective caps that they have on today? Yeah. Like the, so I, think you know, I, I know the linebackers, the receivers, the running backs. There's uh, certain the linemen on both sides. That have to. But did they have? They all had them on yesterday. I think so. Okay. Yeah. There's certain position groups it. now that I, I believe it's yeah, the required. S- the secondary is not wearing it. Um, line offensive uh, offensive linemen are. Yeah. The, yeah, li- it's the a, linemen it's a down there have it's, them on. It's a mix. And then the running backs have them on. Yeah. Looks like um, most of the. I mean, all the tight ends have them on. Linebackers. I, I didn't. I don't know. I just. I missed it yesterday. I didn't notice them wearing them yesterday. We're already used to them, I guess. I, yeah, that's probably why. I was uh, watching the U.S. Women's National Team game last night. Oh yeah. And, and they put a swim cap on a girl that ha- was in concussion protocol. <laughs> really? I, I'd never seen that before. Swim cap. That was a new one. I was that, like, what are you trying to like hold her brain in? Constr- like <laughs> constricts constricts the swelling. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Whoa. Well, they. I mean, that's probably more advanced. They have more. Uh, Experience with concussions than any other sport. So that's yeah, true. That was it. Was the it was the Dutch team, not the U.S. team. The the, the Dutch trainers put a, a swim cap on the. Ground. How was that game? Not great. Yeah. From a U.S. perspective. Yeah. Second half was much better. Well, isn't that not to be? I mean, I'm not a, by any means. I don't know, but isn't that one of the very few teams? Netherlands. Yes. Yeah. So they they yeah. played they the Netherlands with in the, the U.S. in the final yeah. of the last World yeah. Cup in yeah. 19. I, I don't want to come off as like. Yeah. The um, the arrogant American, but isn't there like three teams that? Yeah, the, the U.S. T- not to, not to get into the whole U.S. women's national team thing, right. but uh, they're in a little bit of a transition right now. You know, some of the Carly Lloyd's, Megan Rapinoe's, uh, even Alex Morgan starting to get up there a little bit in age. Like those, the stars that uh, that really led the last like decade of U.S. women's national team soccer, they're they're oh. starting to age out. Oh, if we're gonna talk about other sports, shout out to my Red Sox taking two from the best team in Outstanding. the baseball. Outstanding, yeah, yeah. Uh, really fun game, game to watch. Like, I don't know. If yeah, you, you caught any oh, of Oh, that pitcher was yeah. mad they took him out. Oh, huh? yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, he was right. But the, yeah. those those two guys, Bayo and Strider. How many Strider, did Bayo go? Six. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they both really pitched well, um, and uh, it was fun to watch. I've been yeah. watching. I, I, tend to, I, tend, yeah. I tend to watch the Bayo games. Or Casas, I guess. I he's one of the The only guy. I mean, you know? Paul, do you notice the change in the with the pitch clock? Has that made an impact in your viewing experience? Far it away, more fun to watch. I mean, I don't know if they've always done this, but they cut to commercials like well, it's that's like straight oh, three. They've, and all, you're they've out. done that for like the last five, yeah. ten years. Yeah, it's, well, it's maddening. That shows you. Heimbloom maybe maybe actually a little bit better at this than we than yeah, we thought. Yeah, I'll I'll reserve <laughs> judgment until I see them put a a reasonable facsimile of a contender on the field. I'm with but, you, Evan. But some, the, well, just some of the younger almo- players. Almost all of the young guys in. weren't his. Yeah. So that's the yeah. other thing. Yeah. That's a that's a. That's true, I guess. I don't know. I mean, some of those guys, they, they've developed, though. Like, I, I would say, like, you give me more Yoshidas, and I'll say, hey, maybe this Bloom guy right. knows a little bit more than what we're giving credit for. See, if what it, 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 the big thing for Bloom, and now we're really going off the rails. But <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> well, we're kind of waiting for practice yeah. to start. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. We want to give everybody uh, false uh, The guy that's going to get him fired or extended is Marcelo Meyer. If Meyer is as good as he thinks he's going to be, then he'll then – he'll, be in the job for the next 10 years. What position does he play? Shortstop. Shortstop, Shortstop yes. Yeah. So and they're just yeah, right. biding time with Yu Chang and Kike Hernandez, yeah. like, just to wait until the, he's ready to play. So. Yeah. They finally got rid of Kike. Yeah, they traded Kike, nice. right? Yeah. Back to Back the, the Doyers? Yeah. Yeah. 
What do you call them? The Doyers. Doyers? Yeah. Okay. The Doyers. Is that an OA thing? Yeah. Yeah, to be special. <laughs> yeah, to be pretty to call them that. I dabbled in some Dodger fandom briefly, but it didn't stick. I've been to a Dodger game. A Dodger City. I used once. to go to, like, when once. the Red Sox would go out yeah. there. I go to all, every game of the series. Yeah. And uh, that, that stadium's fun. It's a fun stadium. It's old. As it's long old. As you're not a Giants yeah. fan. It's old, but it is not. It, 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 is, a, it is kind of a fun place. Yeah. Red Sox take over that place, <laughs> though. I'll tell you. Red Sox fans, when the Sox are out there, it's like 50-50. Red Sox Nation West, baby. Yeah. Yep. Sonny McClain's in Santa Monica. They put a whole group up there. Angels games, too. Same thing with the uh, Patriots. Yeah. Uh, Sonny McClain's gets packed for when the Patriots are in town. Oh, I used to oh, be yeah, there. Oh, that's yeah, the, that's the Patriots <laughs> bar. I mean, Santa I Monica. Yeah. Yeah, I sure. didn't get to go because I was you know, working. But uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, it was fun. I tell you, it's I a fun place. They would always have, um, they would have free raffles there. You know, they're always, like, at halftime, they would do, you know, like yeah. I still have a Patriots mug. I don't even know where they got the stuff from, but I went. Uh, it felt I went like for home. A, I think it was a preseason game where I had the night off, and I, it was like a, I was able to go and watch well, the game. There. I'll be interested to see what the Patriots' turnout is for the joint practices in Nashville and Green Bay. Yeah. I've gotten a couple of DMs from people asking, like, if those are going to be open to the public, and like yeah. they live in the area and they yeah. want to go. So I think there will be some. Yeah, yeah there was. Who was was uh, was it Melvin last time? Okay, Melvin's I in think Tennessee. He by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean Nashville obviously is a great destination. So if you want to make a you know a few days out of it, that would be a great good take for Patriots fans. And you know Green Bay, um, you know with the history there, uh, you know that could be a good take too. They've got their own little museum, and and so uh, you know wouldn't be a, a bad little trip for Patriots fans. And obviously, if you already live in the area, you know show up. Oh yeah, yeah. What do you guys make of uh, Demario Douglas? Two I, days in a I, row. I actually was just, that's yep. what I just grabbed. Try to, get, try to bring it back to, yep. thank you, Evan. Again, no baseball and soccer. Yeah. But the funny thing I find about this he doesn't is, really and it's, reps. he just watches. Yes, he watches. <laughs> like, yeah. him it, and Pierre Strong. You know, it's it's Kendrick Bourne with the two tight ends right now in, in Montgomery in the backfield. You got Juju watching, you got Pierre Strong and, and Devontae Parker. Those guys mix in occasionally, but Douglas usually just kind of stands yeah. there. I'm, I, I want to see Douglas when the pads come on and see if he's tiny. So is he going to be able to physically hold up? But I know it was at Liberty. I know it, you have to take that with a grain of salt, but that college tape is phenomenal. Yeah. Like he is a really explosive player, really good route runner. Uh, one of those guys that we always talk about, it creates separation, right? And he's yeah. a true separator uh, down the field. So if it can translate for him uh, at this level, then I, I'm not going to say he's going to be this great player, but uh, I think he's going to be an NFL player if, if he can finish through the contact. Evan, you uh, you haven't been torturing yourself watching uh, Zay Flowers' highlights on the Ravens' I Twitter refuse. feed, have you? <laughs> I refuse. But to be fair... Demario Douglas is day three Zay Flowers. Yeah, no, that's like right, that yeah. that's the guy, right? That and when they were at the Shrine Bowl together, you know, Zay Flowers was really complimentary of Demario Douglas and uh, said some really nice things about how they have similar games and, and run similarly and uh, are similarly uh, as good down the field. But I no, I refuse to, to watch, uh, especially because he's you know Lamar and Zay Flowers is like it's my fever dream and it's yeah. just like, I can't. Sounds like it. Odell's having a pretty good camp too. Good for the Ravens. All right. <laughs> But yeah, it is interesting. I mean, you know, does it seem like this portion of practice is extended from yesterday? Like they got into seven on sevens a little quicker yesterday? I didn't think I'm not that. Sure. No? no. No. I thought this is very similar to yesterday. Only they're doing some different things. Um, you know, like as an example, in front of us, the prep work and special teams today appears like it's going to be kick return. Yeah. Like they have some some different uh, blocking schemes that they're going over. So that's all in preparation of what they're going to be doing. But this is the kind of stuff that they did yesterday 
uh, before they went to seven on sevens. Okay. Um, how about Devontae Parker, anyone? You guys, um, he doesn't really seem to be involved uh, a whole lot in a lot of the things they're doing. Right, it's a big switch from last year where yeah. it felt like the first couple of days was the Devontae Parker contested touchdown catch show. Um, but I, I mean, I do think that there's kind of an element emerging to me that Mac is very uh, enamored with the two tight ends and I think trying to get Hunter Henry and Gesicki uh, involved a lot. Maybe that's just a red zone thing. But I mean, like, you know, like I just said though, Parker's contested catch ability has been, uh, has been something. Yeah, I mean, this is, that, that grouping there was interesting. You know, you had... Juju and Bourne inside, Parker on the outside. Like it's probably what they envision it being in Week One. Yep. <laughs> if all the things are equal, I just, I still think Parker, in terms of one-on-one on the outside and his ability to to make catches along the sideline, make those contested jump ball catches, he's still the best player on the team for that. Like he's still the best X receiver that they have. And mm-hmm. I until oh, they until yeah. they upgrade yes. that spot with an external addition, I, he's going to be the guy, and he's going to play a lot. Like we talked about this last year just how much he actually played when he was healthy, just snap-wise. He was like an 85% snap guy, something like that. And oh, I, I don't see that that – think that's going to change. That wasn't good. Kasicki run into Kasicki caught one of those. You know, it's funny. It was similar to the pass that got picked off yesterday. This one was higher. Yeah. Sort of caused him to leave his feet, get his feet down, and he ran into the goalpost. <laughs> uh, and, and he's and okay. Matt kind of threw his arms up like, oh, like – you you good guy? Yeah, we don't need that. <laughs> yeah, don't you use the door guy? Big yeah. optum padding around that, yes. so we're good. Nice, nice Freddie. Good, so good job, Freddie. Getting yeah. a little Demario well Davis right in yeah. here. Optum padding. Douglas, Douglas. Douglas. I keep Demario Davis in him, huh? That's where he's going to play that inside yeah. slot position. Quick guy. So just want to remind everybody that at some point we're going to have to turn off our cameras due to rules um, in about three minutes or so. Uh, well, but we will continue with our coverage, uh, audio only. But we'll be here. Right until the end of practice, giving you everything that we see. This is good. We're getting a look at that group that we've been talking about a little bit there. Um, and you did see uh, Douglas get get a rep yep. um, on the previous play, like yeah, like Mike and another one right now. We're just talking, and he's out there again. So um, I, I I do find I don't think those kinds of things are by accident. Yeah. You know I don't think those kinds of one. things are accidental. Yeah. He just caught a touchdown from Matt, one for one. Yep. Kept his feet With in. A touchdown. You know. You know, every other guy in that group, I would say, you know, you hesitate to say everything is a lock, but every other guy in that group is a frontline player, and he's there. Um, so I think that, I think there's, there's, that gets me a little excited. There's reason, yeah, there's reason to believe that they see something because he's talented. He's got speed. He's got separation ability. He can uh, do some of the little gadget things that they did with Marcus Jones last year. But he can also win yeah. down the field with his route running. And if he's somebody that they really feel like is getting it and then we can see that translated into actually uh, you know physically doing it on the field and that's that's great news i mean i i am not i haven't really gotten a true sense of, of juju yet but you just see there's so many long striders on this offense i mean Devonte parker long strider kasiki long strider hunter henry long strider douglas stands out to me with just that, 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 the quickness you know yep. you can you can see it already I, I'd love to see a little bit uh, of Juju in that too, but he's he's a bigger he, dude. There's he would just like lose him. guys at that level at the you know the Liberty teams that Liberty would play. I mean, t- like turning guys around like tops, and like they're just five yards away from him afterwards. He's got some real real burst, and that quickness is definitely there. Yeah. And we'll see what. Uh, meanwhile, Keishon Booty down here with yeah. the uh, right. Well, like the B I'm squad, just thinking, you, know? you got Malik Cunningham, Ed Lee, uh, Booty. Uh, you just wonder. Well, it's like a guy like Trey Nixon, right? Like everybody right, riding Trey the Trey Nixon, Nixon f- like hype train, and 
you know, here we are. Trey Nixon's not the one who's getting, you know, the, the right. I don't know what you call Trey it. Trey Nixon was unquestionably like the player of the spring last year. Yep. All right. Well, cameras are down. It's a good time for a break. But before okay. we break, I want to remind everyone that Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots in proud partner with Sullivan Tire, New England's headquarters for quality Bridgestone tires. Visit SullivanTire.com to find a location near you. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll give you more of what we're seeing here at Patriots Training Camp. Finally, a phone plan that puts you in charge. Introducing the new My Plan from Verizon. Control what goes into your plan and what stays out of it. Get exactly what you want, only pay for what you need. Get My Plan at your Verizon store today. It's your Verizon. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Bass Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Live from Patriots Training Camp, this is Patriots Unfiltered. Presented by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. All right, back here in Patriots Training Camp, high above the practice fields, it's Fred Kirsch, Paul Perillo, Mike Dussault, and Evan Lazar. And uh, we're giving you everything that we see because you can't anymore, so we'll be your eyes for the duration of training camp. Uh, right now, the Patriots are uh, in special teams uh, session. Yeah, it looks like they're getting started. Um, and uh, kick return is the focus today. We've seen Marcus Jones and Kyle Duggar. My guy, Kyle Duggar, they'll never let him do it. But <laughs> he's back there. Ty Montgomery taking some. And uh, one of the rookies, Mike, Yeah, Isaiah Bolden, you said yeah, he's... Yeah, he was really good. In he, had that, he had that knack. Yep. So yeah. you never know. 
Oh, a little, a little, uh, little trickeration. Oh. Yeah, a little yeah, uh, short kick. On sides. Yeah. I, uh... He had some sort of bold, and of course I, I should know this, but they, he had some sort of like college record for kick returns. I think it was average or something like that. That he he was really uh, effective kick returner. Can anybody be an effective kick returner in this NFL other than Cordell Patterson? Well, I'll be <laughs> interested to see what the strategy is here yeah. now that they have the fair catch. You know, will, will teams do the fair catch or will they return it? Yeah. I don't think Cordell Patterson is fair. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it depends on the. If you remember when they had like Brandon Bolden do it for a while, like if you have somebody like that back there, right? right. That was like we're just we don't even care. If you have a difference maker, I think you got to go for it. I think it's always too interesting to me with these like special team sessions. The one thing I do enjoy about them is just getting a sense of who's got the, the you know the uh, the <laughs> the angle on a roster spot with who's you know the top special teams guys. So those are. You know, that's a competition that'll that'll happen this year. A lot of uh, you know, rookies, new guys. There's a lot of special teams, gunners, options, vice guys, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's a good point because, you know, you, you take those two late-round uh, corners and speed and bold in, and then you have some, like, second-year guys like um, Schooler and yep. Mitchell. And, you know, you start yeah, adding Webb. Yeah, you start adding them all up, and you're like, well, only so many of those guys can be sort of – on the roster, you know, and here you go, Freddie. We're going to get started with some seven, yeah. seven v seven. Start with Mac. Yeah, eleven personnel: Kasiki and Juju. So they got Born. Marcus Jones out there. Gonzalez. Like th this is the group that I hope is the group in the secondary that emerges. Well, not not good. First pass uh, over the end, back of the end zone, yeah. more, more of a throwaway than anything else. Good yeah. coverage by Christian Gonzalez. There. Yeah. yeah, he had a uh, juju blanketed. I, yeah. I mean, this is <laughs> these practice sessions. Like, I don't want to overreact to Christian Gonzalez being able to be out there because this is like meant for him with how athletic he is. But you know, he just he, he does look like he's he's comfortable at least to start. I mean, he plays his leverage great yeah. already. Like you just see his body positioning and how he just was on the outside of Juju's uh, hip because he knew that he had the safety inside to help, and he's already got a good feel for that sort of thing. And he, we obviously know he's really athletic. So, and there it is. Yeah, he's out of bounds. Yeah, I'm not sure he was in bounds. And but Devontae Parker, well, I mean, you know, that, I mean, right there on Marcus Jones. The Marcus which Jones is, matchup that you know, we talked about yep. yesterday, yeah. That's a tough one for him. I, I thought Marcus Jones actually had pretty good coverage. I'm not sure he was in bounds. Yeah, I don't think he was. Uh, and this is noteworthy, I think, for Marcus Jones because I don't think he got a ton of, you know, we know that we're not calling it first team, whatever, but this is a group that it's it's Gonzalez and Jonathan Jones like yesterday. It's Adrian Phillips and Kyle Duggar with Marcus Jones. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a those are high level reps for him. Yep. Same thing. Uh, yeah. Missed. Yeah, a lot of timing Hunter stuff Henry they're trying to work on here. Back, um, yeah, back corner stuff. Again, you know, you're, you're operating from the five yard line. Not a lot of room to sort of operate and make. You have to. I think you're kind of scheme reliant on, on some of the passing game things down here. I think it's a work in progress. Yeah. I'd say my, my, my thing with Gonzalez is is what's it look like when the pads come on, you know, and, and even more so, like what's it look like when tackling has to happen? Because that was, you know, kind of the knock on him of, you know, he's not the most overly physical tackler guy. I mean, he's got good size, but really it's it's all about athleticism and speed for him, which, like, let's face it, you'd rather have that than, than the physicality, but we'll see how he does when the pads come on. 
Oh, that's Again, now that, that one. Oh, that one broke open. Uh, Gasicki was wide open between Gonzalez and, and Duggar, and unfortunately for Mac, I think he was looking the other way to He's time the other way. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, what all all three passes went to the to the back right corner of the end zone. So maybe maybe they're working on something specific down there. I also just with Gonzalez, like once we get the joints and. Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs and then yeah. uh, you know Hopkins and uh, and uh, Traylon Burks. I know I'm taking a lot of shots at the Patriots receivers, yeah. but at least that's like a little bit of a yeah. of a test for him. A little bit, I, I think. And it'll be know. full speed. And yeah. your guy. He he definitely broke open, but uh, the yeah. throw was a little late. late. And then uh, Jack Jones late. did a nice job of yeah playing catch up. Um, Douglas being the, Mike's guy, if people haven't figured that out. I'm blaming <laughs> it on the throw. It's late. Yeah, the throw was definitely late, no, no doubt. And that was Zappy, by the way, who's come in after the first, the first four yeah. to Mac Jones, and now this one to, to Zappy, with a different group of of players. You, you have, uh, is it Booty, Douglas? Looks like Nixon, Booty Nixon, maybe? Nixon Ferkser. <laughs> For whatever it's worth, like Zappy has not taken a single rep with a regular receiving group. Yeah. Like it's, it's all those reps have. There's one. There's a nice touchdown for Sokol. Sokol. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Good pass by Zappi. Sokol high-pointed it. Over Jalen Mills, by yeah. the way, so not like, uh, you it know. It was in a crowd. Defensively, it's yeah. a little different. You got Jack Jones. You got uh, Adrian Phillips now still out there with, with Mills. So, like, defensively, they have, I, I would say, a higher level of player than than offense right now, so that's that's a good win it, for the offense. And it seems mostly Mills at safety. I, I I wonder if he might be a little bit on the bubble. Uh, no matter how much, like he's got good versatility, and that's worth a lot. Um, but you know, in a perfect world, Booty, Booty gets a catch and gets away from Jack Jones, gets in. Um, no, I just wonder if if one of the young guys were to emerge, if if a Josh Bledsoe, you know, were to emerge and and you know bring more of a ceiling than, than Jalen Mills has if, if he might be on the way out. So obviously they redid his contract this year. So so in the receiving core or you know group that they have now, who would be your surprise person who makes the team? Ferksker. Ferksker, maybe. I mean, the th- it feels like the third tight end is the guy that yeah. is the most wide open Johnny job Lumpkin. out of all of it. I do like Lumpkin. I, I like him block. But uh, I would say little Kevin Harris, nice little catch. And uh, you know, Kevin Harris can make the team. They don't yeah. have enough backs unless they sign Delvin Cook. Uh, they, they don't have enough backs, I think, to cut him. But I think that third tight end spot is interesting because you know last year they only kept two. They kept Johnny and Hunter Henry. Two years ago they had the fullback, so that was three, I Yuck. think, technically. So I don't know if they'll only carry two again. I, I think I, one of these guys uh, might be able to to get a roster spot. But what about wide receiver? I mean, it seems like Douglas right now would be the yeah, would be the I mean, favorite. Take that rep, at I least suppose. out of the, you got to see if one of these other guys, if Ed Lee or any of those guys can. Oh. McSorley's Man, out there now. McSorley. He, he jammed one into uh, Montgomery in tight coverage. Um, you know, it's possible they only keep four receivers too. I mean, I, yep. the, yeah. they could go heavy on tight ends if they feel like the yeah, the bats. better players there. But you know, you also have that sixteen man practice squad where yeah. you can sort of mix and match your personnel that way. I don't know where, you know, where does a guy like Scotty Washington, is he is he on this radar at all or Raleigh yeah. Webb, these guys that played some special teams. Uh, in Washington's case, you know, he's sort of uh, way behind. He's a little uh, little uh, hybrid kind uh, of player who's, tight who's end. Ty Montgomery. Hot Mike, hot Mike. 
Uh, he's all right, though. He got, he's got enough. Man, I don't know. Mix that, that, the practice squad flexibility is, like you were talking about, mm. third tight ends and fifth and sixth receivers. It, it does give them a ton of flexibility. And you do look at guys like Ferkser, uh, Scotty Washington. Like Those guys probably would make it back to the practice squad unless they oh. have huge preseasons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. maybe Ferkser, but no, like Scotty Washington, Raleigh Webb, those kinds of Sokol. guys. You, you, yeah. Sokol. You're going to get – more than likely, you're going to get those guys to the practice squad if you want to. Yeah. I mean, I got to admit, you know, everybody loves to do 53-man rosters, 27 versions of them. But, like, I don't find it that hard to do a 53-man roster right now because any 53-man roster that you put together, you're probably going to have to make some kind of leap of a random guy that made a jump that you haven't seen yet, you know? And that's yeah. kind of what I'm waiting for in camp is, like, who are going to be these random guys that step up that we that we haven't really talked I mean, Douglas possibly is, is you know, the, the first one to maybe – ping the radar a little right. bit of, of somebody who might get the opportunity with, with the top group to show what he can do. But so, like yesterday now, this is uh, going high red zone now. Okay. Uh, a little bit know, more out, space. Out by the 20 and uh, it, twos this is, versus ones. Yeah. This, is full, this is full team. This is kind of what they did yesterday a little bit and they did a lot of running in this situation yesterday. Um, yeah, this is definitely, uh, you're right. I think yeah, Mac heard your Parker comment, Paul. Yes, like, Let's get him yeah. involved. Twos versus ones, and it just and looked it's desi like. designed to be completed. Yeah, it looked like 34 Correct. just gave up. Yeah. So. Just gave up. Just give up. It's a little bit. Of, just gave up, guys. These it's couple like the, days are just, they're, like, they're hard. Looks they're like tough. Mr. Kraft's seen well, enough. He's and, uh, out of here. You know, and, and Bill <laughs> said it before practice. Like, so T.A. Someone, someone, yeah, he's just, it's just the same that we were doing. It's not. I know we're all excited because we're all looking forward to the next step, you know. But yeah, as soon as you start camp, you're like, all right. Still ramping it up. We're the not there seat. yet. Well, it took me by Kendrick surprise Warren when. Uh, false start and lap. Oh, boy. Ooh. All right. That, that's it going in the blogs. Uh, Shut up. <laughs> but, yes, it will. <laughs> no lap. And oh. Oh. Go run. No, no, no he's going. Lap. He's going. He's, Maybe. He, he could use it as a chance Maybe. to hype, hype the crowd up a little bit. So that was – throw was a little bit off or late, I, I, but Juju just dusted whoever that was up the seam. And th those are the types of throws, you so know, him, Rodney Randall. him in the middle of the field, in the middle of the field, you know, in that slot position. That's where he's – he hasn't moved really from that spot. No, I agree. That's been uh, noticeable. Most of his – most of his reps absolutely have. Max still behind center. Still a decent amount of 12 personnel here. Too. Yeah, so cool. Mac. Oh, Sokol. 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 And a triple. Maybe Sokol. I know Sokol has some fans on the uh, social media team as well. Everybody's going to write practice player of the day, Matt Sokol. So <laughs> Off offense, Sokol, take day two. That could be the, the title. I got to watch some more of the defense. It does seem like Marcus Jones is getting a little bit more. Uh, I think it's been a yeah. top line run today. That's probably. I think one it's of been the a bit of an elevation day for him after yep. you guys said you know you more of a cornerback. I just think you're right, Mario Paul. Everything Douglas we again. Everything we talked about with him just and we saw it oh there's demario douglas with a nice little see catch. that's those little quick twitch underneath that's routes not they enough of that I they don't have, they don't have that guy and yeah. there he was maybe DeMario they do douglas. have that guy maybe they do <laughs> but i just I, you know i, I and, and and i say it with about marcus jones is that 
Like, coming out, I thought one of his best skills was his ability to just athletically match guys in man coverage and to yeah. stick with guys. But it doesn't really matter if you're sticking with them and you're only up to their, you know, to their chest, you know, and they're going to put the ball over your head. So this is a Zappier rep with some of the, with the regular yeah. skill players. Juju and Bourne, Pierre Strong. David Andrews. Yeah, this is, this is a one rep for, oh. for Zapp. Wide open check down. That was a bit of a breakdown there, I would say. Yeah, I think defense. So. I don't want to get too technical. Oh, oh no. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Big collision. 44 uh, is up and okay, Jack and Jones. Jack Jones is okay, too. Yeah. But oh, I, oh not, that good. Was a not good for Raleigh Webb. Yeah, Raleigh Webb and Jack Jones. That was even a big hit, even if pads right? were on. Like, that's a big training camp hit. I think that was almost more of a collision, yeah, I would say. Yeah, 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 it wasn't on purpose. Yes, just yes. to clarify. Yeah, they yeah. ran into each other. It wasn't a hit. Jack Jones is not rod trying to Rodney Harrison anybody out here today. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, he, I remember. He looks okay. I got to say, though, can I just say real quick, I think Trace McSorley is pretty rough out there, man. I, I mean, we've been watching his reps, like, it's, it's, he's pretty yeah, bad. He's, he's, <laughs> like, he's inaccurate. <laughs> it's like, oof. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we got to pull back on those roughs a little bit. Definitely a camp arm. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, and then it's, it's just he makes and a nice throw to Johnny Lumpkin. drops a dime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. No, I, I remember in college and Marcus Jones uh, against Calvin Austin. That was mm -hmm. like the big tape for both those guys. And uh, Calvin Austin got him a couple times, but he got Calvin Austin. If you, it was you know real heavyweight back and forth type of thing. And those are the, you know Calvin Austin's one of those guys that we were talking about yesterday. It's a speedy slot, you know, undersized slot receiver. And if that's if they can make sure that Marcus Jones is only matched up against those types of receivers, then I know I don't think it's a problem well, to play him. And I, I mean, I mentioned it yesterday, but I mean, it's just what stood out to me with it, it just seemed like classic Josh McDaniels last year, where on that last drive that they had, it was Mac Hollins on Marcus Jones. Mac, I mean, yeah. they I think they went to him three times, including the touchdown. Um, you know, that's the kind of thing where, as an offensive coordinator, you just see that if I got a big receiver, if I've got Devontae Parker, you know, that's got contested catch in the back corner of the end zone written all over it. And now they're working their way back uh, where they were yesterday in the red zone, down yeah. down closer to the, the five-yard line. Still, still zapping there. Baby steps. Yeah, still zap. You're right. This is some real run with the ones for, for yeah, Bailey Zappi. It's Henry, it's Bourne, it's Montgomery, it's Parker. Yeah. Absolutely. Trent Brown. Bill Murray, of course. Yeah, the uh, the line is the yeah. same, right? Yeah. Yep. 85. What do you make of Bill, Bill Murray? Like, uh, is, that, is that a bad sign that none of the rookies have – Impressed enough to I, sort uh, of get can that? I, can we check back on, like, day five? Because okay. I think if Bill Murray's still there on day five. I, I, mean, I mean, I don't want to slight Bill Murray. Maybe I think that's the right a, answer. I think, you, I think you gave the right answer. Yeah. Right. It's okay, Deuce. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 mean, <laughs> I, I, am, I mean, Bill Murray is one of my guys, uh, I have to say. The 50-year practice squad jump. <laughs> right, the 50-year jump. But, um, I, I mean, I think I said at the top of the show, I always feel like sometimes with this stuff, and it would be like an example would be, hey, you know, uh, the first day of practice, you got these rookie running backs, but Brandon Bolden's out there taking the first reps. It's like, I feel like early in camp, they like to put guys out there who kind of know what they're doing to at least set the baseline. And then, you know, when it does become about competition, then maybe those guys will, will make a push. I mean, it, you know, you'd love to see Mafi get in there and, and start getting some run with those with those ones. That'd be, you know, a good sign, especially, unfortunately, for Michael and Wenyu if... Uh, you know, if he were to have to start the season on PUP, they got that, that's another big question mark. Uh, who's going to play there? I mean, I don't think anybody 
as much as we talked about Connor McDermott and uh, you know and Riley Reef at right tackle, how, how do you feel about Bill Murray at right guard? I mean, that's 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 another one. Hold your breath and see how it goes. Yeah, I definitely think that you would like to see Antonio Maffi be the guy there. I just I think he's got the most translatable skill set to what yeah. they ask for out of their right guards, and I mean, he looks exactly. Oh, we lost seven. I have you, though. Did Freddie. you lose a yeah. battery, Evan? Yeah. Might have a dead battery. It could be. Faith, do we have any batteries? I no. think Evan might need batteries, Faith. <laughs> and in case you were all wondering, yes, he is a machine, so he needs, he needs batteries <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to yeah. recharge Evan. Plug him in. Uh, we got Mac back in there now. Yeah, a lot of uh, tight stuff. You know, heavy play Ooh, action. You know, looking nice looking to leak the tight ends out. There was yeah. one nice connection there. Who was that? Eighty-eight. Uh, Gesicki. That's a good throw. That was a nice one for Mac there today. We still got it. We yeah, we still got all the Am top back? line and everything. There we go. There He's, back. He's, He's back. He's back. Plug him in. Uh, yeah, it's still the same. Yep, still the first crew with that Mac off, now. Yeah, that offensive line uh, has not really Getting changed. a lot of reps. Yeah. Demario Douglas. Mac back to pass. Hunter oh. Henry. A little jet motion yeah. for Demario Douglas there. You know, it looks a lot better when you got a little quick guy running the jet motion instead of one of the big plotters, you know. Instead of Nikhil Harry. What? Uh, <laughs> if you think DK Metcalf is better than Keneal <laughs> Harry, you're an idiot. I think Nikhil Harry. Is he still available? He, he is. Yeah, he worked out with the Bears the other Keneal day. Keneal is still available. Didn't they just cut him? I think it was the Bears. <laughs> the Bears? Well, no. <laughs> they the cut him and they made him work they out. Didn't, <laughs> I don't think they cut him. He was uh, free agent. Oh, just a one-year one No, maybe, maybe it was... Nikhil Harry, formerly of the Bears, were, um, I don't know which team. Okay, he definitely was, he was That was his last year of his contract when we got yeah. rid of him, right? Did Chad Jackson ever do anything anywhere else? Nope. I mean, he, no. he was the same thing. Just Boy, what a bust he done. was, huh? I mean, both guys look like absolute Adonises. Like, I mean, just cut from stone. Chad Jackson, I, I was on the Chad Jackson bandwagon, I'll have to admit. When he went before you saw him play? or No, like when he was during, here on, yeah. on the practice field. I was, on, I was in. I thought I thought they had two really good skill guys in Maroney and Jackson that year. They looked great in the camps in the spring, and um, then it never really materialized. What was up with Maroney? He was good. Yeah, he, was he had his games. He had no. I mean, they, was the good. 2007 AFC Championship game. I always give him a lot of credit for. But I, he was really good in the playoffs. I, I that always year, liked period. how he ran. You know, I just I think he ran hard and. I never quite got what the what the disconnect was with him, like much, why he couldn't get to the too next level. Too slow into the hole. Too yep. much pitter patter. Yep, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yep, that was his thing. Not decisive enough. But he, it's a. When Gro was talking yesterday about receivers and that he was asked about the number one receiver thing, and he, and he did give a really cool answer, extensive answer about what they view a number one receiver as. And we are kind of talking about this yesterday and just the body types of the guys that they have drafted at the top of the draft. They're, they're trying to check so many boxes, right? Like they're like the number one receiver is a guy that can get open on his own, that can play inside and outside, that preferably can also add something in the run game. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. so that's why you're gravitating towards Nikhil Harry's and Chad. Because right. if they're going to have to add something in the run game and they're going to have to play multiple spots, like they're going to yeah. have to have some size. It, it's almost like they're talking themselves into it, you know? Like yeah. like they, they have such a high bar and so many 
checkpoints that they, right. you know, probably maybe fudge a couple of like, well, yeah, we love Nikhil's size and, you know, maybe his intelligence, but like at the end of the day, he just, you know, he didn't move the needle. That, that is something that I think is, makes you just a little bit optimistic about their approach is that Taekwon isn't that. Taekwon is good at one thing. Yeah. He's fast. Yeah. And, and, and that, they didn't try to they didn't overthink his weight and I know he hasn't done anything yet so when I say overthink <laughs> I just mean in terms of the evaluation in the draft right they, they didn't think about his weight they didn't think either he's not run blocking like that's it's not although they did they did try to do it with him like it's <laughs> like now yeah. they're just trying to well let's just take the fast guy and try to make him into that and what we want uh, a couple emails coming in at web radio at pages.com Jack wants to know are you surprised that uh, pig in an urban setting wasn't lining up with the twos yesterday uh, I was a little bit. I did take note of that. Um, I, I think I'll put it in the same box that Mike put yeah. Bill Murray in um, five, six days in if we're still not really seeing that. Somewhere, uh-huh. you know, whether it be right guard or right tackle, I don't care. Well, especially when they have so many questions, you know, and, I mean, it just goes back to talking about the 53-man roster. It's like, yeah, Riley reached the starter, but do you feel like he's a lock? I mean, I, I guess. Don't think he, I don't think he's a roster lock. You know, lock. I don't know. I do not they don't really have a, a lock, at, lock. Right, at right tackle. Like, they don't really have one. You know, and, and part of that is Calvin Anderson and where he might fit in. And yeah. We haven't seen him out here. I don't know what his yeah, uh, limitations are. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree with you, Mike. You, you're going to have probably a veteran that could start and could not be on the team. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know that sounds silly, but. Yeah. Do you guys uh, read anything into the fact that Bailey Zappi just got some legitimate run with the with the ones just now? Um, uh, a little bit. I, I was mean, thinking about I mean, it, but I didn't want to we'll like see. open up that can of worms. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't want to overreact to it either. But yeah. that didn't happen yesterday. You know, I just. Yeah. You always. You never know like about managing reps and man, you know how they're kind of divvying it up or whatever. Right. But yeah, that was. See some more RPO stuff down there. That was definitely interesting. Yeah. Little uh, non-tackling, tackling drills going on. Guys taking the ball and having to evade the defender within a certain... Booty couldn't hold on to it. ...confined area. I think this might be a good time to take a break. Oh, it's yeah. always a good time. Jeez. So why don't we do that? We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have more from Patriots training camp here at Gillette Stadium. Finally, a phone plan that puts you in charge. Introducing the new My Plan from Verizon. Control what goes into your plan and what stays out of it. Get exactly what you want, only pay for what you need. Get My Plan at your Verizon store today. It's your Verizon. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Bass Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. 
when someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes. Oh, no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Live from Patriots Training Camp, this is Patriots Unfiltered. Presented by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. All right, back here at Patriots Training Camp, Fred Kirsch, Paul Perillo, Mike Dussault, Evan Lazar. We're high up of the practice fields here at Gillette Stadium. Uh, Patriots are now, uh, what is it, kick return uh, session of yes. practice? Yes, looks to me like today's work is kick return. The yep. kick the the uh, the makeshift kickoff team are wearing the pennies. Yeah. Uh, Fred, I, I couldn't make a. I know the team we just announced uh, training camp practices for next week. I could share those oh, with our listeners we, if I, you'd like. Yeah. Um, that is. Uh, so there will be practice next Monday, or s I guess Sunday, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday have been announced now as well. Um, those will all be uh, 9 a.m. start times for the practices on Monday. Wednesday, Thursday, but Tuesday will be a midday practice, 12.30 to 2.30. Uh, gates open at 11 for that Tuesday practice on August 1st. So huh. next week coming together uh, a little bit. I wonder why Tuesday is midday well, in, in the middle of some others. Yeah, and it sounds like they, they're practicing um, five days in a row. Yeah. They're allowed to do that. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think it's every five days they need a day off. But... They usually uh, yeah, so they'll be yeah they'll they be going Sunday go to Thursday. Okay, that means they'll have Friday off, right? Supposedly. I, I thought Friday was the in-season practice. Yeah. In oh, practice. that's what I thought too. It is. So yeah. so that's probably not right. Yeah, that's probably not that's right. That's why it kind of Something. stuck out to yep. me. Yeah. Unless we're reading the dates wrong. Yeah, because if they're practicing Sunday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday—that's five days. So yeah. one, if Friday Friday's already an in-stadium. I so thought Friday was the in-stadium practice. You yeah. guys it can. Is. So yeah. one of those days are going to be off. I would assume yeah. Thursday would yeah. be off, and then the uh, third. But I don't know. Back into. As always, things are subject to change, so yeah. let's not worry about it. <laughs> Last year, the in-stadium <laughs> practice the blocks, was a, a, you'll know. a little bit more ramped up than I, in the previous years that I had covered it. They, did the full little, pads. It, right? Yeah, they did a little bit more. Yeah, I think they had pads on. I don't yeah. necessarily yeah. think it was ramped up uh, at all. Brian um, Hoyer had a couple nice plays. I, uh, I remember Who? it being a little Brian bit more Poyer. intense than usual. Brian Hoyer. He had a couple nice throws on that one. I mean, well, that was one like we thought Brian, they were in. I thought you said Brian Morey. <laughs> Morey. 
yeah, that was when we thought it was like ending. We went down, and then like it, it kept going. But it was it was again. It was like oh yes, more of like a you know running through the game day yes, operations. It was, it like was here's the sideline we like stand that. on. It, it was no, yeah, no, yeah, it I absolutely was. I, I wrote a post about it being more intense than it was. Usual. Ah, it doesn't mean it was right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean I think it's funny. I, I'm gonna these things all. I, I disagree. Agree to disagree. I think it was just the way Mike said. Most years that that practice is like a. Uh, a walkthrough. Oh, uh, just for appearances, just bringing guys yeah. out. Just yeah, to, yeah. you know, Brady would just come out in shorts and a t-shirt. That was the one time we saw Bo. Well, they had, they did have pads on. That's what the to yeah. me the difference was. I'm not saying it was a real past. practice. I'm just saying it was that, that blue white scrimmage that they do, um, half speed, and they go over every situation. They run the field goal unit on. They do a free kick off a like they do everything. It's it's every situation you could possibly do. We'll check the blogs. We'll check the blogs. Is that Duggar deep no, for the kickoff wrong. right now? Yeah. Oh, right. Oh. My, my guy right here, Duggar. My, I like just watching him I know. handle the kick, and then I say, we'll never see that again. <laughs> there he goes. They're going to put him out there one time this year, Paul, and he's going to fair catch it, and you're going to be pissed. I might cry. <laughs> I, could, I could. Finally. And he's just going to get the I old wave. Cry. Well, they, I, I got to say, though, I mean, I don't know what it's like in the sun right now, but this cool breeze up here is... Uh, I did notice yesterday that we were very comfortable up here, and when we went down to do the interviews, I don't know if it was just because there were so many people in tight quarters, but it felt, it felt so like it was hot. 10 degrees hotter down there. Well, the temp is definitely going up. I've got 84 degrees right now. Do you? Is yeah. that on your AccuWeather forecast? Yeah, and the uh, sun is starting to peak out a little bit more. As we're now... This is again more kickoff return. Yeah, it's more bolden. Looks like they're going to get ready for 11 on 11. Here comes the uh, lines. Oh, where are they coming from, Fred? All right, Yates of Hell. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get us like some kind of social media post of you know some work going on down there with some fire and yeah, Billy Yates. Of so hell. now I want to see if Evans' thing with Zappy um, sort of carries through to right. this. this second level of, of team. Yeah, it looks like we got ones v ones. But you know, that's sneaky on the offense's part. Like Mac will be the first one out there, but he won't be necessarily with the first that's well that's the Cam know, Newton thing, sneaky. right? That's sneaky. what they did to Cam Newton. Cam yeah. Newton would get Let's the first like four yet. reps. Oh wait a minute. But Mac Mac took his reps before Zappy oh. with the ones. Yeah. But, oh, but, oh, but oh. Evan's point was Zappy took reps with the ones also. Yeah. Which I don't think he did yesterday. Right. I agree Not. with it. I agree with Evan on yeah. that. See, we do agree sometimes, Paul. <laughs> yes. See, but what do you, what do you, what well, would you they say? Well, they yell at me for agreeing <laughs> with you all the time. <laughs> what, what would you say is the philosophical difference in a practice in a drill where you're going ones versus ones versus we're going to go the first team offense against the second team defense? Uh, you know, it, sometimes they switch it up. Well, you want to get looks. Sometimes it's tempo. Yeah, and you want to yeah. wanna see some of those, you know, backup defensive okay. players against some of your better I you you know, also to be sometimes honest, I think it's a little bit of they, they want the better players to be able to do what they need to do, yeah, right? Yeah. But, but have it still have a tempo. Like you're not just doing walkthrough, yeah. But you're trying to run things, and you think that Juju Smith-Schuster is probably well, going to get corner open. blitz. Corner blitz got there. Nice that's, throw. That's, that's a good throw. That's, TD there's his best throw of camp so far. Two days in. <laughs> Play action. Yeah. Nice protection. So why don't you describe it a little bit? So it, it's. Uh, 
I don't want to call it something. It, he ran a, a deep over, and then uh, Kendrick Bourne ran the post or the deep over to the other direction off of play action, just kind of like intersecting crossing routes, and uh, Parker beat his guy, and Mac dropped it in the bucket. Yeah, right. and we should mention that it was Gonzalez that got beat, just because we've been talking yeah. about how his coverage has been really good, so we want to yeah. be a little bit balanced. Um, but, yeah, that was that was nice nice design. Bill O'Brien uh, empty here. Pepper's, um, you know, very active as a blitzer in the first two days, by the way. See, that, that's going to be a lot of their offense, right? Empty, Mac and empty, spread the formation yeah. out. Underneath. And just do, 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 like quick outs. Underneath the Hunter Henry. Um, the other part about that twos versus ones thing, ones versus twos, whatever, I think, and I don't, you, know, you can't always tell because sometimes they have cards out, sometimes they don't. But a lot of times when the twos are running someone else's looks as opposed mm-hmm. to you don't necessarily want your ones running someone else's looks. Just do what you do. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that was the case down the far end. It looked like it was a very low tempo, and most of those plays were designed to succeed. Getting Josh Bledsoe here a little look. This is this is what I want to – I've been Nothing. waiting to see nope. all offseason, though. Nobody open? No. <laughs> well, yeah. But uh, <laughs> Mac and empty. Like, yeah. I really feel like yeah. that's – where he can really control the line of scrimmage and use his, his brain to just know where the ball should go before the ball is snapped and get the thing out of there. And it just stresses the defense. And Bill O'Brien's empty package is famous. Like, it's it's one of the best at any level of football. And just I think he, he can thrive in, in that situation. I really do because of his ability to process defense. What makes O'Brien's empty different than others? Well, he's been building it for years and years, which I think is a big thing, but he incorporates a lot of tempo, and then he also does it out of uh, different formations, like he, or, excuse me, personnel groupings. Like, he's not afraid to run empty out of 12 or run empty um, out of a more traditional run personnel grouping, and that creates a lot of mismatches, a lot of coverage tells. Like, if you put a tight end out wide and the corner's over him, then you know it's probably zone coverage, and that allows the, the quarterback to gotcha. be able to decipher the coverage. So uh, it, it's not necessarily the play designs themselves, but it's very uh, – he's got a lot in his Rolodex, and, and it's been successful for him pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Mike, did you get a good look at that um, result of that play? Just you nobody know, open. He wanted – it seemed like he it wanted – like he had Juju, and Juju I thought could have made the catch. Yeah. Did, did you feel that I, way? I felt that way. I, I don't know if he – I mean, I, I – I didn't really felt, feel like he could have had him. It just felt like he got off him qu- like he wanted him, but he well, got off it, him quick. And it definitely wasn't the design. It was a hard play action. Yeah. Again, like Evan just said, ball designed to come out quick. The coverage was there. But then I thought he had – I thought there I thought Juju had a chance to make a play. He, did, he yeah. does make a touchdown Juju. catch here on, on Gonzalez again, um, you know, right by the pylon. Yeah. Throw from Mac. Yeah. See, that's – I think Evan's right. When the ball comes out immediately – He's accurate enough that, in general, the plays look look solid. Uh, it's it's about the timing in the rhythm, I think. Yeah. Zappy in now. Yes. So that was uh, five plays for Mac. Yeah. So second offensive line again, same as it was yesterday with had him, uh, had him three for Stuber five. Stuber Hines, Jake Andrews, well, that could have been Moffey, a false start there, and bit, Connor McDermott. A little bit of a rough period there for Christian Gonzalez. Yeah. Got beat a couple times. Oof. Not sure if that was live action Calvin if he would have lived. <laughs> Calvin Munson would have put J.J. Taylor into the socios.com yeah. fieldhouse there. Oh, not, not, you guys are really doing a good job. Sure. You guys, really. Yeah, we got to step up the sponsor <laughs> game. That's right. we got to step right. up our sponsor game. 
Although I am, uh, I, I, I'm reading between the lines, you know, with this Toyota, Sullivan Tire, you know, you know, the Bridgestone cars. Well, uh, speaking, I, of I think we have cars in our future, guys. <laughs> speaking I, of Toyota, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official web uh, vehicle of the New England Patriots. Toyota, let's go places. Let's go places. <laughs> let's. So that was like go. interesting little play design. Yeah. Did you catch that one? I think Evan one? missed it. I, I think Evan missed that they, one. They, they sort of had I a little bubble. I was twatting. <laughs> it was as Xing. Excuse me? As Xing. I don't know what you were doing over there. <laughs> You're supposed but to be it was, a, it was a little bubble to, to Trey Nixon yeah. with a couple of guys in front of him. But the defense. Yeah. Um, I thought was swarming there, but yeah, it seemed like a little, a little RPO bit of a maybe. different, yeah, a little yeah. bit of a different kind of look. And I'll pull it down, of course, out to the bubble. Um, so now this is one that I hope people don't get too excited. So that's now Zappy's been in for three plays. They've all been little swing passes. They're all complete. Three like for I, three. Yeah, yeah. I'll, you know, three for three. Zappy, I'll play. You know, right. no, no. Well, really. Oh, you know they'll write it, Paul. You know they will. <laughs> no context needed right, here. Right. I just look at and, and for the record, three for three, but, you know, all coming from uh, inside the 10-yard line, none of them ended up in the end zone. Yeah. And none of them would have ended yeah, up in well, the end JJ zone. Well, J.J. Taylor would have ended up dead. <laughs> I, the I didn't see the, uh, <laughs> the exact play design you're talking about, but they, they definitely have ran some, can we say, RPO-style things. Yes. It, so I, far, I mean, I've been saying it. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's there. I mean, that's just a screen. Yeah. But uh, they, they've definitely done – quite a bit of that and I you know we talked about it a little bit yesterday how you can see how they're building up to it by like installing the run element first and then they put the pass routes onto it and it's and then they do it all together right and and that's that's definitely going to be a part of the playbook I like most teams that run a lot of RPO or somewhere around 25% RPO in terms of their mm-hmm. RPO plays relative to the rest of the plays that they run but that that's like at the top of the league. That's like Philadelphia, Kansas City. Like they'll run it that much. I don't know if the Patriots are going to be twenty five percent RPO and like lead the league. But it's going to be more than than they've been running. Seems yeah. like though. Mike. Same sec- second offensive line as yesterday. Too, yes, right? correct. Um, and I would I would say uh, just to you know follow up on Evan's point. We wanted to watch as this period what got underway. Mac took the first five with the ones. Zappy came and took the next five, not with the ones, not the same. Yep. Did not uh, operate with the same personnel that he did in the previous uh, team yep. period at the other end. Yep. No controversy. <laughs> well, we can make one. I mean, it is fun because, I mean, we're doing the show and we're trying to watch and talk and, and there's a lot going on, but it's always interesting to me then to go back through the Twitter feed to see oh, what how other how people how saw. How stupid it, you were? Yeah, how yeah. long I was, what I didn't even see practice. Yeah, that happened a little yesterday. McSorley in there now. Oh, boy. You guys are a little harsh on the third quarter. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to do it, but, I, like, I've never seen it look non-functional as consistent as it is with him. Like, Oh, boy. Did you see Tim Tebow? No. <laughs> no. See, that's and Cam, that's. Did you see Cam Newton? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> McClellan. <laughs> that was something. <laughs> Do you know his middle name? Of course I do. McClellan. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're finger wagging us with the wrong name. Right. Oh, McSorley. And that's out of the end zone. Just a bit outside. Yeah. Looks like Malik Cunningham had a step there, too. 
Yeah, it's funny. You know, it's uh, you just said Malik Cunningham's name, Paul. You did. Uh, I did. I'm like, man, I haven't even haven't thought of him. him once, and all of a sudden, haven't seen him much. Kind of pops up, but I did say Bledsoe. Josh Bledsoe was getting some run at safety. I mean, it seems like Mapu's working in at safety pretty much full time now. Sorry, Evan. Much to the dismay of yeah, Lazar. And I haven't. Uh, no comment. I haven't really gotten a glimpse of Keon White doing much either. Nope. Nope. Not a ton. The only time I thought about him is when I see Ronnie Perkins. Oh, sorely running. Oh. We definitely need to see. He would have gotten knocked Wait to the social field house, too. <laughs> for Keon White. You know, when the pads come on, yeah, we'll no, see if, I know. if Keon White can play. Still, though, he seems like he's doing a lot of spectating. Because this is like the twos right here. I mean, you got, I mean. No, these are even beyond that. Right. For the Ronnie most, Perkins. For the most part. Sam Roberts. This is Sonny's car wash. Jeremiah, Jeremiah Farms. Ola Kunle Fatukasi. <laughs> Nailed that one. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> Just talking about Ola Kunle. Yeah, this is down in the, the dregs. Again, oh, Mick Sorley. A lot oh, of. He's got him. JJ Taylor. Again, some questions about Christian Gonzalez. I think people are reading tweets of. Parker beating him and then Juju beat him and but yeah. I, I think that, you know he he's riding the wave a little bit of a rookie in the first couple days but there's just so many signs that I think are really positive of just him understanding yeah. his body positioning understanding his role yeah. in the coverage and uh, he obviously moves well so it's not a, he's a corner he's going to get beat yeah. sometimes it's not going to be perfect every single time and he's not going to suffocate every single guy every single snap but he i think he's he's been fine yeah. it, it, i agree Keon white out there with the, the ones now at, at, at i guess we call it right edge it's a big dude yeah Mac back in. Tim, Tim, our friend from Duncan, says, I agree with Evan for what it's worth. Having been to many of the season ticket holder practices, I also thought that last year's was more competitive than previous years. Thank okay. you. There's one guy on Evan's side. I can tell you from being at all 20 of them, they've looked all the same. <laughs> I, have, I have no recollection. Except, yeah, no, except for they had pads on last year. Yeah. Uh, they don't usually. Again, no Jude on team periods. So we got Keon White. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, Keon White now defensive end. This is more like he played when he was in Georgia Tech. Sergio wants to know if we've uh, seen or heard anything with Jalen Hurd. Uh, not not really. today. I thought he looked pretty athletic running yesterday. He, uh, um, he is smooth yeah. as silk running. Absolutely. But I and have he's not got great size, but he just got here. Like, yeah. I think he's... Like, one of the plays I noticed him lining up yesterday it looked like he didn't know exactly where he was supposed to be, which is completely understandable. I mean, he's been here for, like, three days. Yeah. Right. But it is a little bit of intrigue. I mean, if I was him, I would be licking my chops at the opportunity that exists here. All right. One's back out there. Thornton Bourne. Too tight. So 51 pretty much took guy's spot uh Cause this is barmore with with godshot yeah right? he's on the this he's on the right edge this is now a pass rush pattern, yeah he's right a, yeah so it's so this barmore is just a different yeah this is just a different one in the middle yeah. no chance mac back of the end zone of born marcus jones pretty good cover from marcus i don't want to you know 
I, I don't know what Tyquan Thornton... See, they're talking about it right now. Like, I don't know what Tyquan Thornton's route is there, but they're talking about it now, and this is one thing that he's got to clean up. It looked like the corner had to leverage the opposite direction, which he broke, right? Like, he ran into he, it. He ran into it, yeah. and that's what Mac is talking about it with him right now. And if he had ran, if he had cut it off the other direction, he would have been wide open. And, and those are just the little things that he came up last year too with his route running that he's got to work on for sure if he's going to yeah, be a big contributor it was here. a slow walk back to the uh oh, nice, to nice the group play. for taekwon so that's that's juju touch juju that's a juju's come on that's yep. the best today. yeah that's the best play i've seen out of juju where he yep. quick quick move cut inside um and caught the touchdown who was that again Against uh, was that Mark? I think I that think was, it was on on Marcus Marcus Jones. Jones, right? Yeah. So that that was a vintage Patriots pull the guard play action, get the linebackers to bite and create yeah. that one on one. Throw it behind him. And Juju Juju beat him. Good practice so far from Juju. I got him with like three or four catches already. Yeah. Two tutties. Is that JJ in the backfield? Yeah. Ooh, nice. See, there you go. Jelani Tavai. There's a sign. Yeah, that, that plays over. See, these are, that's the thing that, that scares you, which just right underneath Riley Reef. And, I mean, Jelani Tavai, yeah. I think he's a good player. but I really am trying very, very hard uh, to not over-evaluate the offensive line and defensive line without pads on. Because, look, when Riley Reef can hit somebody, it's a totally different game. Right. right? And, and that's totally fair, but his, his foot speed's slow. Yep. I mean, he's he's just slow. That's what stands I, out at this point. You he, know? His ability to get to that landmark and, and get it himself in that pass set is I'll have to just check not. in with Andy on that, Fred. Remember when he, was it Big Cat Williams when he came? Oh, yeah. And he was going through the, 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 the pads with the footwork, and he was like, he can't play. <laughs> and, and he couldn't. He left. Oh, there's a pick for Duggar. And Mac does some Mac does some push-ups yeah. after that. That was ill-advised. Ill-advised. So that's again a moving Late pocket. Down. Can I just tell you? I, I know that I get I get accused of being the Mac basher, and I guess sometimes that's accurate. That's the throw he keeps doing. Mm -hmm. He does not have the arm strength to, to run one way and throw the other. Yeah. It and will I'm, not ever get there. And I'm with you 100%, so why are they asking him to do it? Like he, yeah. I don't think they're asking him to throw across his body. I don't think so either, but, but every time they move the pocket, he, it does not go well. Every time they ask him to get out and bootleg or move the pocket, that was just... That was just a rollout. That wasn't a true boot. It was just a, a one-side right. rollout. But in that case, he just threw it right to Duggar. Right. So you have to sure, throw the ball right. to but the outside, not the inside. I, I hear you guys. I just oh. I don't want it in the That's playbook. Sokol. Good, Sokol. good pass and catch. Sokol. Zappy down the middle. I mean, you know what they say, that Zappy-Sokol connection is. <laughs> well, you know, Zappy comes in and Montana he's just Rice. a spark. You can't stop it. It's a little spark plug, that so kid. contain it. Yeah, I think that's why Mac was as upset with himself as he was because I think that's one of those that brain fart. He's going to watch the film and they're going to say, "Mac, we've talked about this. Yep. I know, I know." Take every single thing that gets him outside the pocket. Rollouts, <laughs> bootlegs, throw it in the trash can and burn it. He, I, it's not his game. I agree with you 100%. Nice, nice pass breakup by I, I I'm so, sorry for that. I'm I don't mean to agree with you. I know <laughs> it draws the eye Stop it. Draws the ire of some. It's not becoming Paul. <laughs> yeah, that last play, Zappi had to pump it once. He wasn't yeah. decisive with that Good one. Good coverage by Tavai. Yeah. Got the hand in there. 
Score more with four. That's that's what they're saying. Whoa! Yeah. Uh, Fred Kirsch. I don't, and that's not as good as Yates of Hell, though. Oh, <laughs> well, they can't all be winners. <laughs> oh, stepped uh, up. Uh, uh, stepped up. You receive up. no nice, credit, but, but uh, you will receive <laughs> total consciousness. No credit on that one for the original step up was nice, but then he hit and he banged it to one of his linemen. Not sure if he didn't go over the it. line of scrimmage there. So, uh, so it ended prediction that time. You think so? You, uh, do you think our, our friends down on the burn round are they, are they are we coming out of today with a uh, there might be a quarterback competition headline? Is that what, what they're going to be saying? Oh, interesting. You know, it's it, interesting. It, 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 the the frustrating part for me is that, <laughs> is that you're kind of on board. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> up until up until. The interception that he just threw to Duggar, which yeah. was not a good decision, I thought that that was like the best stretch of, yeah, yeah. of I, team that right. Mac has had. Maybe, I do agree. Like even going all the way back to the spring, so I was ready to be like, oh, you know what? That was a step forward for the offense today. You know, that looked a lot smoother. Like that touchdown pass to Juju, that is exactly yep. how it's drawn up yeah, on the that, whiteboard. That, that was smooth good. as hell. And then they throws a pick. Like the, it's just like two steps forward, one step back, yeah. and that that's frustrating. It yep. is. So uh, Zappi just gave the the guy we were just talking about uh, heard. heard a chance to make a play uh, back shoulder ish a little bit throw was a little behind him thought he could have come down with it though and he didn't is that uh, I think Rodney Randall and covers this well which yeah. you know it's tough they had to shake yeah our uh, squared <laughs> back of the end zone ooh he's quick though man I mean oh, that oh. good terrible, play terrible what was throw. that defense but you got to catch the ball yeah like. No, but the good closing speed there in 43. Who's 43? Uh, that's Calvin Munson. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's 43. I think it's 13. Oh, okay. Jack, Jack, Jack Jones. Jones. Jack Jones. Okay. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I liked uh, I liked how uh, Hurd looked out of the break on that one, though. I mean, for a big guy, he, he kind oh, of he, threw the brakes on and was going the other smooth. way. I mean, you uh, could see he was a running back. I mean, you can see, like, how, yeah. how quick his feet. He's, he's very smooth. For a guy that size, he runs really well. He's just got to make a play or else it's going to be over for him before it begins. There goes Zappy again. Oh, Rally Webb. Making it look easy. Yeah, as I, don't, I don't know about easy. As Pepper, <laughs> well, that was my point. As Peppers puts the uh, fist up for fourth down. <laughs> I I'm love not Peppers. sure anybody touched him before he got in the end zone, but... I do wonder, though, with, uh, you know, everybody talking about Devin McCourty, how are they going to replace him? I mean, it seems pretty straightforward what they're going to do. They're going to play three safeties, and, you know, I, I, I just don't know if they're going to play all of them at once a lot. Or, or, or can one of the fourth guys, be it Mapu, Bledsoe, Mills, can one of those guys break into the rotation and actually, you know, develop a, a set of, pa you know, a package that fits them or, you know, works? That yeah. So that's an RPO. Yeah. So you had yes, the, the run play with the screen attached now. What I – and – you know, Bill O'Brien so far has is like A plus plus. Like everything they're doing, I love what they're doing. What I'm waiting for is the downfield routes off of it, right? Like the screens are cool, but like let, can we hit like a five step <laughs> slant so that we can so that Mac can hit Juju like on that. the run and then all of a sudden yeah. that five yard slant becomes a twenty five yard slant. Right. Th game. Those are the yeah. those are the types of things that I am looking for. They did the screen stuff a little bit last year. Like we can say what we want about Matt Patricia, but last year they had a little bit of that in their bag. This year they, they need to get to that next step of throwing down the field off the RPOs. 
What's funny is that, you know, you notice a lot of the, the highlights that you see from other teams putting out there, like the Jets. They're doing a lot of middle of field stuff. So there's a lot of chance for downfield plays, big plays, exciting highlights. And when you start in the red zone, it's really, you know, tight windows, contested catches. It's you not as sexy. You know, the highlights aren't as just, sexy in the I red zone. I think you just got to the core of why they start in the red zone. <laughs> right, exactly. That's where it's hard. Yesterday they had a, a Jets clip as Trace McSorley is, is quarterbacking right now as some of the, uh, the backups <laughs> uh, of uh, Sauce Gardner going up against Garrett Wilson in practice. Yeah, no. And it's just like, oh, man. It's must-see TV, right? Like, I don't care about Aaron Rodgers, but – like the fact that that team has those two guys for the next ten years is—that's what you want. Like well, that's what—that's what you want. Like a, a stud young receiver against a stud young corner. Like if they had a receiver like that here, that Christian Gonzalez could well, just go to toe to toe with. What they do? Well, it's like when good players go against each other. It's like good well, players—they make the, each other better. That was right? the clip. That was, there was a saying was, about uh, that. That was Robert Sala's. What fell? What Robert Sala said was. Uh, was exactly that that they're gonna those two guys are gonna make each other great you know going up against each other in practice greatness makes we're gonna be ready for do some field goals here to close it out it looks like uh, closing it out as we predicted oh yeah we're at uh, we're overtime already i could sit here all day really practice doesn't start till 9 45 supposed to be 11 15 according to the schedule oh really okay all right so today is rylan's turn and where's dietrich wise where's dietrich wise when you need him see him not good did anyone tap him up? I, yeah, I could. So this is uh, 20, 37, 33. 33-yard line. Snap, ball down, kick is up. And true. And good, the, I think. The Twitterverse is freaking out. Oh, yeah. About Mac Jones's start the camp. Oh. And, uh, you know, the fact that two days in a row, two Kyle Duggar interceptions. This is all yeah. all our fault. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This I is mean, the, the incessant need to chart and record every play leads to this kind of stuff. Couldn't agree more. Look at me defending Mac yeah. Jones. Wow. Who'd have thunk it? The problem, the part that I get frustrated about, not to go all all nuclear on my colleagues, but <laughs> it, it's the lack of context. Yeah. Right. Right. It's like, okay, so he went one for three in a in a seven on seven red zone period. All three throws were high point fades in the back of the end zone to a tight end. Like, yeah. it, there's no space. Like, there there's nobody open. Like, really open, open. Like, let's just. Let's wait till they get in between the twenties. Like if it still doesn't, if there's still nobody to throw to, and it's still a struggle uh, to complete passes once they have some space to operate in. Like then I, I'm I'm with you that maybe it's start to time to to get a little bit worried. But to get worried because it's you know Mike Kosicki is is battling Kyle Duggar in the back of the end zone and the pass falls incomplete. I, I yeah. just I can't get all that that concerned about stuff like that. I, right. I mean, I still feel better about this offense right now than I feel like I was feeling oh, early yeah. in camp. Not to say that I feel great or that I'm overly optimistic, but it just it looks like they've got a plan. It looks like they know what they're doing. And, you know, it may, it's not quite clicking on all cylinders yet, but what offense is clicking on all cylinders in day two of training camp without pads? Did see City Sow get a little bit of work. Uh, sorry, City So. Do we ever get? Do we ever figure that one out? I do we get that one. It's so, so. Pig, pig so. in an urban I'm setting. going with yeah, so. City so. So he got he got some some right tackle reps there uh, down near the end. So working in it is a little bit surprising, but with McSorley. Yeah. Yeah, that's three. That's a little a little different. Right now the three quarterbacks are with Bill O'Brien. 
Looks like Rylan hit that one too. All right. Well, listen. Yeah. That's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered special live coverage from training camp. We're going to be back tomorrow on Friday with another practice. Uh, same time tomorrow? Is that what's what's the practice time tomorrow? Uh, it seems like same same okay. bat time, same bat channel. So check us out around 9:30 tomorrow. We'll be live. Uh, and I just want to remind everyone that the show is brought to you by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Great memories are made in Massachusetts, no matter how you choose to make them, indoors or outdoors, scenic views or city vibes, solo or family style. Whatever moves you, whatever the season, plan your perfect Massachusetts getaway at visitma.com. All right, thanks for watching, listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast. Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like my plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store and you can get my plan for our best price ever. Get exactly.